This show becomes much more interesting when we hear from you. Call 816-852-0668 hours a day, seven days a week to leave ideas or questions via voicemail or tweet us at The Shakes. You're listening to The Shakes, a weekly creative conversation over cocktails. Uh, guys, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have on the show this week, we have Spencer Rothbell, who is the head of story for the cartoon Clarence on Cartoon Network. How are you doing, Spencer? I'm doing all right. How are you guys? Yeah, great, great. Thank you so much for uh, for uh, coming on. We, uh, you know, I, like like Joy said, uh, yes, uh, we spent, uh, Clarence is, is definitely a, uh, is definitely a favorite around, around my household, um, I was telling I was telling Joy that around around New Year's we pretty much the whole family we we all got we all got sick and it seemed like the only TV show that everybody would want to watch that didn't you know cause a complete meltdown was Clarence <laughs> and so we and we've got all thirty episodes of, of of the season on DVR and I and I pretty sure that we that we watched each one a whole bunch of times but you know the the funny thing is is the, the or at least for me i mean the show doesn't the show doesn't get old i enjoy how you guys have put a lot of stuff into the show that you that if you're paying attention and on subsequent viewings you pick up on things and it's kind of interesting yeah i mean that's i mean that's a huge compliment i'm glad that People are enjoying it and noticing all those little things we put in, um, especially on a short format show like that. It's, sometimes we kind of treat it almost as if we're doing a half hour show mm-hmm. and we'll have an A plot and a B plot and we'll kind of drop little things that kind of pay off later. There'll be a prop that, uh, for example, Jeff's new toy has to do with the uh, the robot toy that mm-hmm. he collects. Um, and there was an episode that was actually meant to air before that where uh, someone opens their locker and they have that toy in the locker, things like that, where it kind of little hints um, or like Belson has a has dolphins outside of his bedroom. And then we have another thing about him liking dolphins. Right. Where, yeah. Thing. Where he's riding a dolphin in a, in a dream, I think, was right. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. that. And then also in uh, the zoo episode, he talks about like, oh, that's right. They went and saw the, the they saw the dolphins in the uh, yeah in the veterinarian's office. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's the right. anim- animal church. Yeah. <laughs> animal, yes. Animal church. That's right. <laughs> I had to go back and check it out again because I was trying to make sure there wasn't like a fever dream or something <laughs> like that. But I remember checking, finding like Breaking Bad references and. Uh, you know, Ferris Bueller's Day Off references and all sorts of things like that oh, in, yeah, in, yeah. In, the, in the shows, and so yeah, it was a, it was pretty cool. Uh, the thing that really got me intrigued about sitting down and talking to you, what in the world? Tell me, what in the world is an experimental animation? <laughs> um well uh cal arts is the school that i went to uh, in valencia california and uh they're they have two animation programs there that are part of the film program and one of them is character animation which it's it's funny because almost everyone that i work with now went to character animation at cal arts yeah um and that's the larger program and it's it's more uh focused on i mean i go to the program for but for my understanding it's fo- more focused on life drawing and traditional storytelling that type of thing and then I was in the smaller experimental animation program uh which is more 
I mean, you can do that, and or uh, some people would do things that were more for gallery spaces. Um, like some stuff was very experimental, um, more like avant-garde. Some people made things that were kind of uh, you know mixed media stuff, stop motion, all kinds of things. Um, so it's just another type of program that was a little more open-ended, I guess. So it could be maybe sounds like maybe something more like like ambient installations and things like that. Yeah, if you wanted to. And okay. but I mean some people would make things that were more just traditional narrative pieces as well or you know some things that were live action with a little bit of animation mixed in or you know okay. all kinds of things. What did you make? Um <laughs> I made a few shorts uh but it's funny because I think I just felt a lot of pressure to make something very super serious just because everyone around me was was making more serious things and I was very precious about everything like okay this is my my film this year it has to be you know very deep and moving and and uh I didn't really make anything very funny or anything that I'm too crazy about uh which is weird because I I'm obsessed with comedy and funny things but I I just I think if I if I went to school now I would make something completely different. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say did it, when you got done with it did it feel like you or did you take a look at it and go who who did this? Yeah, I don't know. I I think I just I wish that me now could go back in time and tell myself, like, just make some, just make something funny and fun. Mm-hmm. And don't, don't worry about it so much. <laughs> that's that's yeah, that's interesting that you say that. I think I think a lot of a lot of us in no matter what we you know what we do. I mean, if if what we if what we end up doing is any what anywhere closely related to what we went to school for, yeah, I think we all probably would give ourselves some well, if you form go to, of that advice. If you go to art school, you have to make some. Serious dark films. Well, okay. I well, I was going to say, yeah, those. Joy, you were an art school oh, yeah. student. I mean, what you know? Yeah, I I did the same thing, and they suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't have anything that I'm like, hey, you guys should check this out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just want to know how you got to where you are. How you go from Cal Arts to being famous. <laughs> I don't think that I'm famous, but maybe I. Uh, You're on Wikipedia. There you go. <laughs> I mean, that, yeah, that's that's the um, mark of fame. Yes. Uh, well, I um, I was in Chicago actually after school because I was thinking, oh, I want to do comedy. I'm going to be a comedian of some sort. And I was doing Second City and uh, doing improv comedy there. And I was like starting to write stand up uh, stand up bits and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then I was contacted by Patrick Harpin and Skylar Page, who were the creator and other uh, writer on the show when I started. What do you and, mean contacted by? Like, did they see your, a show or read a blog? Or <laughs> oh, well, I, I went to CalArts with them. So oh, I okay. From school. Oh, yeah, pff, yeah. That's nothing then. Okay. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez, Joy. <laughs> <laughs> so they sent me an email and uh, I they said, would you be interested in taking like a writing test? Because I didn't have a lot of experience and I think uh, the network was a little wary of bringing me on. Uh, so they, they kind of made up this little test that was like really for storyboard artists, but they had, they kind of adapted it for me for writing and um, I pitched them some ideas and I wrote a couple sample episodes, which ended up becoming real episodes later down the line. Uh, those ones were, Jeff's new toy and slumber party. So those were my like kind of test episodes. Hmm. Um, so I wrote, I wrote 
Jeff's new toy first, and they were like, oh, the network's not going to like it. It's too much about Jeff. Make one more about Clarence. So then I wrote Slumber Party. <laughs> um, and uh, they ended up making both of them, so that's good. But uh, So, yeah, it was a lot of kind of back and forth. and So email. those guys were working there as writers already. Yeah, well, yeah, Skylar created the show, and uh-huh. then Pat was Pat was working as like the sole writer at that point, or I guess sort of. Oh, with I see. Okay. People, um, and then I flew out and interviewed, and then I didn't hear back for a long time, and I was like, "Well, they probably went with <laughs> someone who worked on some other show before," yeah. <laughs> and then I ended up getting it, and I was really happy and surprised. And yeah, that'd be yeah. now. Now they have. They have Cartoon Network has some sort of like an incubator program, right? That that kind of con- that where people, or at least I feel like I've read that somewhere. Like shows like Adventure Time and, and Clarence have have all kind of come out of like this kind of a kind of an incubator program where where everybody kind of works on on little shorts and pilots, and then they kind of pitch them like within Cartoon Network. Is that right, or am I just crazy? Yeah, they they have a shorts program. I think it used to be called Cartoon Institute or something like that, yeah. but now they just call it the shorts program. And uh, it's a way for people to pitch shorts and then they develop them. And sometimes they go to series, sometimes they don't. Uh, mm-hmm. But Clarence was one, uh, I know for sure. And uh, I think Steven Universe was and a couple mm-hmm. other shows that they're producing now. Um, and that was, uh, yeah, I, I didn't have anything to do with the pilot. I was brought on maybe like four episodes into the show, something like that. Mm -hmm. So there's like little bits that I've written on some of those early episodes, but majority of them were made before I came on the show. Gotcha. Gotcha. So when you were at second city, were you doing, were you being a stand-up comedian? Um, I was mostly doing just improv stuff and I was like on the verge of, I was going to like open mics and that kind of thing, but Uh nothing like, super impressive <laughs> um, but uh i i still think about it i don't know i i tried to do ucb but i think i'm like too consumed with clarence mm-hmm. <laughs> so so you me. yeah so you were you were doing it as like this is kind of like something that i would like to explore doing it not necessarily this might help my writing or something like that no i mean i wasn't yeah, I was just like, oh, I want to do comedy in some form or another. I, I don't awesome. think I really knew exactly what I wanted to do. Um, and even now, I'm still interested in writing for like, you know, some kind of something for an older audience, or you know, mm-hmm. just trying it out, be fun. Well, you know, and and I think that's that's interesting that you say that because I would I would definitely argue that that Clarence again being the guy that's seen every episode. 30 times just <laughs> through <clears throat> through having you know two kids obsessed with it uh, and but honestly the thing is though is I turned them on to it I was like hey you got to watch this show <laughs> a lot there's a lot in each story that that I think you know resonates whether, whether it's a pop culture reference or whatever but I think just through just through good storytelling I mean there's just there's something that that engages beyond just regular you know kids humor uh, like, like I was saying, you know, before, before you called, we were watching Dreamboat because I was telling Joy, I was like, okay, yeah, this out of, out of all the episodes, this one is my favorite. And the first time I watched it, I almost cried a little bit because it, because Sumo's story, you know, really resonated with me. And there was just like a whole lot going on in that cartoon about, you know, him just trying to build a boat. 
Yeah, Dreamboat, a lot of that came from Skyler. I know that was like a pretty personal one for him. Mm-hmm. And it was it was pretty collaborative, though, too. Uh, Mark Banker was another writer on the series at the time. Uh, he was the story editor, and he contributed a lot to that one. And uh, yeah, it, it was sort of a little bit more of a serious tone than some of the other episodes. And we kind of had Jeff have his own episode with Jeff's new toy, so mm-hmm. we wanted to have a more sumo-centric episode and um just develop his character a little bit more and yeah, yeah. it was it, that's an interesting one because it's it's funny but it's a little bit I don't know, not dark, but it's kind of well. More it's point. It's poignant. Uh, I think that even you know, even with the ones that are funny, I think there's just there's there's meat to the story that I think that you know at least gives at least gives uh, older viewers and adults you know kind of something something to something to really latch on to beyond just the comedy and and all that. So uh, you know, I I just think it's a really well written show. And the other and the other one, I think that I think you know the lighter side of it is something like Jeff wins. So you, you're again, you're kind of developing Jeff a little bit, and you know, mm-hmm. finding out that he has two moms, and you know, and all that stuff. But but still right. having kind of you know that lighter story of his perfectionism and and the and the baking contest. So yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> for I feel like for me, a lot of a lot of that episode was just like a a way to get kind of a purging. Fam- just try to get his family in in an episode. Yeah, <laughs> just like uh, then some other stuff happens. But hey, look, they're here. Finally. Well, yeah, because you because that's the first time that you ever even know anything about the fact that he exists out of a vacuum at all. Right. So, yeah. yeah, like he's not just this kid living in a house by himself. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, people, which I think he would do just fine. Honestly. Right. Yeah, he's like a little <laughs> adult. <laughs> and uh yeah, Sean Gambroni, the voice voice actor for Jeff is great too. I mean, he's he's amazing. Um Yeah. But uh yeah, I people figured that out pretty quickly with his parents. There was like a frame portrait in the background of one of the episodes really early on and mm-hmm. people, you know, fans on Tumblr cropped it and Oh, you know, I never they, noticed. I see. That's one of the things that I never noticed. Like that months, moment. months before yeah. that episode aired. Huh. But yeah, and even even episodes like like Rough Riders Elementary, where it's like really crazy and over the top. Uh, yeah. Like we try to have something kind of interesting and new, and not you know. Yeah. Not, that, that, yeah. Yeah. Not make it just like oh, it's just random. Like I don't know. Hopefully, mm-hmm. it still feels true to the show in some way, and the characters still feel like themselves and all of that. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know how you were saying earlier that, you know, you've, you've always been a, a big fan of comedy. It seems like like you're you guys are and I'm sure this is this is the whole team just like really just students of the craft, you know, uh, the, uh, the 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 one the one reference that I never, ever got. And I had to go and search it out online and figure out what it even meant. <laughs> Was the was uh, in in Clarence's millions where he was having the dream, and then he was like, "Oh no, what a fright!" And you know, and then mm-hmm. mom and then mom comes in talking about the Turkish delights and all this. I was like, "I do not get that reference at all." And it turns out that that it was that it's from a comic in like the nineteen twenties or something. I mean, you yeah, know, <laughs> I mean that's that's some serious uh, students yeah. of 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 the media form. You know, uh, little little Nemo, wasn't it? Yeah, a little. It's well, it's sort of a mix between 
it's Windsor McKay is the the comic artist who did Little Nemo and Slumberland, and then there's another one called Dreams of the Rare Bit Fiend that's sort of similar to that too. So hmm. it's kind of a reference to both, but uh, yeah, that's a, <laughs> it's definitely like a one percenter kind of joke. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, when that one went right over my head. So like, uh, so I guess that it, that brings up an interesting question. Like, what kind of what kind of things are you, are you really into that you kind of pull in and and use to you know, really kind of do what you do? Um, I mean, I feel like for the show as a whole, there's definitely like a, a lot of kind of more grounded shows that influence it, whether it's like a live action show or, you know, like King of the Hill or something like Hey Arnold or Doug, like that kind of thing. Oh, um, and then uh, for me personally, I mean, I like all kinds of film and comedy and, um, like there's definitely a lot of like, <laughs> like neighborhood grill has weird kind of shining, the shining elements to it or eyes wide shut or something like that. <laughs> and, uh, uh, they live that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and just sitcoms like traditional sitcoms. Like I really like old school, like I love Lucy and that kind of stuff. And, yeah. um, yeah, I, I think what's, what's really fun about writing on Clarence is that, because everyone who works on it has a range of things that they're interested in, uh, we can kind of experiment with different types of storytelling and tone. And, uh, you know, like for me, episodes, certain episodes, like Jeff's new toy kind of feels like a sitcom to me. And then other ones feel more like an action movie or like a little short film or something. And you can kind of just switch it up depending on which one or like, you know, some are really cartoony and some are more grounded and, um, I think yeah. that's really fun. Can we talk about being doing the voice? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm doing the voice now, <laughs> which is kind of strange, but hopefully people like it and don't, uh, I don't know, not, not, I guess don't notice isn't the right <laughs> way to say it, but... Uh, I know what you mean. That doesn't sound like a different... It, you have to listen yeah, really carefully. And I and I've actually done the voice in a few episodes that have aired, like a couple lines, mm-hmm. um, like in uh, the Forgotten, which is the episode where Clarence and this other kind of Charlie Brown type kid uh, get left behind at school mm-hmm. and they have to journey back home. There's a couple lines there that are me that are slipped in, and the same with uh, which was the other one, the hospital on uh, patients. Oh yeah, the waiting room, the, the doctor's wait, yeah. office. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So so if hopefully no one noticed then. And <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's it's going to sound different inevitably, but I don't think it sounds too different from what other people have said when they listen to it. So, have you done voice work before? I mean, how different is it? Weird to like read your own stuff. Um, Probably yeah, it's not. I, but <laughs> it's 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 kind of like a strange luxury because I I can kind of improvise a little bit in the room, and if if something doesn't come out quite exactly the way I want I can kind of tweak it a little bit but uh yeah I don't know I'm not I'm not an actor and I'm not a trained actor by any means um just kind of doing my best with it but it's it's fun I like it and I get to I get to work with really talented people like Tom Kenny who does sumo mm-hmm. and other voice actors uh we had Maria Bamford come in for something oh wow yeah uh, we had Amy Sedaris, who I'm like a huge fan oh, of Strangers yeah. with Candy. I'm like obsessed with that show, so it was great having her do a thing. And so, so is that so is that forthcoming, or is or is that out now? Like an Amy Sedaris? 
that's forthcoming. Okay. Awesome. Fun. Awesome. <laughs> okay. Yeah. There's 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 more to come. Okay. Because I was gonna say because I don't know that I ever caught her her voice. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we 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 tend not to do a lot of stunt casting stuff because mm-hmm. we want it to feel like feel grounded and not be too distracting. Like I don't know. I, I it. Right. It tends to be this trend in animation where it's like, oh, it's very obviously this actor's mm-hmm. voice that we all know and then that's kind of all you all you hear. Like at, at one point uh some other people on the show were pitching uh Jeff Goldblum for a role and like I love Jeff Goldblum but I just all I would hear was Yeah, all Jeff. you would hear is that. Yeah. Well, it took me forever to pick up on Tom Kenny. But Which then once great. I did, I told, you know, but yeah, yeah, you know, but yeah, I mean, he is so talented because he can, he can, he can, he's, you know, he's like kind of like the new Rich Little. He's a man of a million voices. Yeah. And that's the thing. If it's, if it's a trained voice actor like that, that's sort of a different. Yeah. All acts like the, I mean, they're, they're all great at kind of coming up with all these different voices and different everyman and all kinds of things. But mm-hmm. I think when it comes to like just a very recognizable celebrity voice it kind of takes you out of it a little bit the music do you guys also do the music or do you uh do you contract out for that you're talking about the you know the things that you like it always feels to me it's like that's almost part of it it's like you guys are writing and they're like oh i know what be this song and then you kind of um well we actually have two two composers um and one of them kind of does more like the soundtrack and then the other one does more like uh we have well, we, not. I mean, it's not exactly this, but we'll have uh, him do kind of like sound alikes and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Like in uh, Neighborhood Grill, which is the one where Clarence, uh, his his teacher, he sees his teacher outside of school for the first time at yeah. this restaurant, which is kind of like an Applebee's or a Chili's or something like that. And he did all these uh, sort of takeoffs on '90s songs. Yeah, that I mean that, in the background. that's one, yeah. Like I I felt like there was like a hootie and a. And yeah, like all sorts of yeah. Oh yeah, and it's that, like <laughs> yeah, it's great. Yeah, there's like a violent femmes, like a version of a violent femmes song yeah. that he did for uh, Lizard mm-hmm. uh, with the Lizard Chase episode. Yeah. Um, so so we'll have him do that, and then uh, so that's that's uh, Simon Panrucker, and then uh, Jim Venable does the the sort of more of the score. Got it. Um, but it's not you know they're not like delegated to those two things they they both do a little bit of both um well they they do a fantastic job yeah they, i mean the, it's, the, it's the, always a, yeah. amazing to get that music back it's like such a treat <laughs> yeah the, the first time that i that i ever really super noticed it was was the violent femmes sound alike in in yeah in lizard day afternoon i was like holy crap that's violent femmes and then and then as i started paying attention then yeah i, I started picking up on you know lots of stuff and then like uh uh, in the forgotten, there was that kind of rhinestone cowboy kind of. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I mean, it's just it's just kind of interesting to just hear where 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 they pull from is is just really like crazy and diverse. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the time it'll be like like for example, on that one, it's it's sort of like a ref like a film reference, kind of like a parody. Yeah. And, and then other times we'll in the animatic we'll use a song and we'll be like oh we we can't really afford to get this song but can we kind of do like a our like goofy version of it mm-hmm. and, and then it's sort of a joke in and of itself which is kind of fun and yeah I, one of the things that that uh that uh Venable did that was in uh 
the fun dungeon face off mm-hmm. episode was just the the Star Wars music. Yeah, that's star- yeah. Battling. It, it yeah. just sounds like something out of a feature. It's it does. Like, yeah. Great. Yeah. That's a good one too. That's a good one too. So um so so when you're not doing Clarence, what kind of what kind of things what kind of things uh really, you know, kind of feeds you creatively besides, you know, I mean, we've talked about how you know, you're really into music. You're in in the movies, comedy, and things like that. But you know, what what are you doing when you're not when you're not doing clearance? I've uh, recently I've been going to a lot of comedy shows. I actually, went last night to uh, there's a theater out here called Cine Family, and they did a screening of uh, Brett Gelman has a new Adult Swim special, um, and I went to that. Uh, just this really bizarre, raunchy, <laughs> over the top thing and mm-hmm. uh sort of like this weird andy kaufman-esque thing where they had they planted people in the audience that would you know during the q a they had a woman like break down and cry and talk about how offended she was but it was just like an actress it wasn't real and just a lot of like is this real is this a bit yeah. like that kind of thing um but yeah i go to a lot of stand-up and uh comedy shows i'm, I'm obsessed with that kind of stuff um, there's one out here called Brouhaha where it's like in someone's backyard and it's a stand-up show, but there's a secret word. And so if someone says it in their act, like everyone's supposed to drink that kind of thing. Um, <laughs> nice. yeah, cool. it's pretty fun. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, but yeah, comedy, mostly just going to comedy shows and mm-hmm. that's about it. I, I try to write something on the side. I mean, but it's, it's tough to, I'm pretty committed to the show. So well, it's, and it's, it's of one of those stuff. things like when that's the thing that you do all day, uh-huh. even though it might be your passion, it's real hard to do more of it when you get home. And right. you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, know, I totally get that. <laughs> I totally like, get that. I, I could go out to a stand-up show, mm-hmm. or I could sit here and write more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you, yeah, yeah. you've got to, you've got to shift gears. Your brain has to shift gears. I mean, no matter how passionate you are about it, and especially yeah, now, if you're going to be. <laughs> the voice too. I mean, that's right, gonna take yeah. another. Yeah. Which, which I've been, yeah, I've been doing that, and it's, uh, it's a new experience for me, definitely. But I'm, I'm hopefully getting better. <laughs> it's hard to be to be my own judge on that, but yeah. But uh, well. yeah, I'm, I'm excited for some other ones. We we have a Fleischer sort of like an old school, oh like, yeah. Uh, yeah, Popeye like Betty Boop themed yeah. episode yes. that's coming out. That's really fun. And I mean, it, like the design team did an amazing job on it. Like it looks like a different show and it's, it's really cool. Um, and a uh, couple other things. It's, I don't know like what, what I should talk about without spoiling. Right. Anything. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I understand which, which uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm glad you kind of mentioned that something that I had meant to ask you, um, like I noticed like on your Tumblr, whenever you guys have had new episodes, you guys make a poster for that, like internally. Yeah, so what's uh, what's that all about? Um, I mean, that's the thing that a lot of people at Cartoon Network do. I, I don't know where it started, but uh, it's usually the storyboard artists that boarded that episode will kind of drop their own little promotional poster for it. Um, it's just like a fun way to kind of show like hey i made this episode that's airing this week uh, if you want to check it out that kind of thing and um yeah it's always fun to see what people come up with as like sort of the one image that to them represents the episode yeah uh, i mean because because usually they're you know they're really stylistic and and you know kind of kind of are a departure from the show or at least a couple that i've seen and they're really cool yeah yeah they'll do they'll do the ones that are 
kind of in their own style a little bit more. Like yeah. I know Stephen Neary, who's one of our board artists, did did one for uh, for patients and a couple other ones. And I know some of the other board teams have done some too. And yeah, it's always fun to see those. And I always try to post them when they when they make them. So, so I mean, do they do they have them? Do they have them printed, or is it just something that they just go and kind of print on the laser printer and go, here you go. This is this is the you know the art for yeah. For our, do you mean for, for like the posters? Those, those posters, yeah, like uh, it's just sort of like an informal thing that they do for fun, cool. and they'll put it they'll put it on their own Tumblr, and then usually I'll reblog it or okay, you know, someone okay. else will. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's been it's been a really fun show to work on. I mean, it's there's just so much we can do with the characters in this mm-hmm. world, and it just makes me happy that people like the show and that 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 older people are watching it too because there is a lot of stuff that we'll put in there that we're like. I don't know if any kids will even know what this is or care. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Maybe it'll encourage them to like look things up and then they'll become fans of stuff that we are, you know. Oh yeah. I know there's there's been plenty of times that I've laughed at stuff that, you know, because I've they I've got a it. I've got a 7-year-old and a 2-year-old. The 2-year-old is the one that's like super obsessed with the show. But oh, great. but but <laughs> but uh, but, but uh, the uh the uh, you know the seven year old like I'll laugh at stuff and he's like well what and I'm like right, well that's that? that's from that movie and he's like what movie and I was like oh, you know here in a couple of years I'll show you that movie and it's a good <laughs> yeah movie. when you're older it's a good movie it's a good movie <laughs> or yeah or different things and so yeah I mean it's a uh, yeah it's a lot of fun it's a lot of fun so okay so we have a question that we ask everybody that we that we have conversations with and that question is is there something and it can be absolutely anything that kind of consumes your mind to the point where in a way it kind of keeps you up at night so like it's some, you know you, you keep thinking about the possibilities of it or you know like what that might mean to you that just really you know gets you excited to the point and I guess it doesn't always have to be excited like the last couple of people like has some really downer answers but um, <laughs> oh no that's where my mind went too I was like you okay know. what what's what well, am we I yeah. record them. About? <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> No, we had yeah, we had the one guy who was like, "Well, when I can't sleep, I sit around and I think about all the different ways that World War Two could have, could have." Yeah. It wasn't even the war; it was like every yeah. battle. Yeah, every World every War battle. II. I I like think of alternate battle scenarios. I was like, "Okay, dude." Oh, so I just I, I count all the the battles and all the people that died. Yeah. No, um, I don't know. I mean, I I I think a lot about uh, just sort of other ideas for projects or like if i wanted to pitch my own show like mm-hmm. what that would be and that's that kind of thing gets me excited in a positive way <laughs> i'm trying to think of a positive answer now that you said that yeah um, i just got a, I just got a car for the first time in my whole life and really? a, a nice. negative thing is that i think about all the time is like what if i you know like hit a like get a car crash or yeah. something oh yeah. Or, yeah you know what'd you um, get was that what did you get Oh, it's a Honda Civic. Very, All right, very fancy. That's a, that's a, that's a <laughs> very good, good first, first car. car. <laughs> that's what everyone says. <laughs> good first car. Uh, yeah, something safe and and you know, hopefully safe and reliable. I, I actually have already gotten into one little thing, but it wasn't my fault. Someone else hit me. So, <laughs> well, there you go. I always do. <laughs> so yeah, so so think so thinking about uh, you know yeah new new projects. Well, I mean that's good. That's good. Is yeah, um that's it. Like the possibility of having your own show is that door get wider open by with the position that you have. I mean, do you have the opportunity to pitch ideas? And yeah, I think I think they would love it if I pitch something. Yeah. Um, 
but I, I kind of, I don't know, like learning through working on this show is like, I just, I really want to be a hundred percent behind whatever that mm-hmm. idea would be. And I just don't have anything quite there yet. Like there's a few ideas that I have floating around, but mm-hmm. it's not anything that I'm like, okay, I'm, like I'm really excited this about this. And this yeah. is it. You know, I mean, not that like whatever I pitched, they would even pick up, but you never know. <laughs> um, you could get locked into something for 20 years and then it's like, you know, sure. you something really good. But uh, I don't know. I mean, I definitely something that I think about doing in the future. That's well. I mean, I I would say that you're you know if 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 you're in a a position, I would say now's the time to do that because I feel like you know Clarence is kind of like the new it show for Cartoon Network. I mean, they put the they put the video games out and stuff like that, and so you know Adventure Time is well established and it's doing its thing, and it, and it feels to me like Clarence is is the next show that they're really you know, pushing, pushing and, and, and really, you know, putting some, uh, putting some resources behind. And so, you know, hopefully, hopefully that is true and, you know, and that the show becomes a good success and that, yeah, it can turn into, turn into new things for you. Yeah. And it's, it's a strange thing making a show because you're, you're just so in it all the time and you think about it. And, and to me, I mean, I, my, where the show is at in my head is like all the episodes that we, that we didn't make. And then all the ideas about characters that just, got cut out of shows and things that like you know that haven't aired yet and all that kind of stuff so it's you think about it all the time but it's really hard to know exactly you know how people are reacting to it it's Mm -hmm. almost like i always say it's like you put a message in a bottle and that you've been working on for like months and then you just put it in a bottle and send it off and you're like well let's make another one (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know (laughs) i guess apart from like you know ratings but that it's I never really understood, you know, they'll come up to us and Those say, so okay, convoluted, yeah. yeah, yeah, this boy's age, you know, 12 to 13 and a half, love this, and mm-hmm. girls 6 to whatever, and it's like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah. But do, do, they, do they actually like it? Do they, you know, do they like the jokes? Like, that's all I care yeah, about. Yeah, did they get the jokes? <laughs> do they think it was funny? Yeah, yeah exactly. Do they connect to it somehow? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean... As as I've said, you know, our family's a fan, and mm-hmm. so uh, and and I know that that our other co-host who who is on vacation this week he uh. he sent he sent the email right before right before uh, we we went on. He was like, just a reminder, I'm on vacation, and all my kids are my jealous kids are because jealous. they love oh. Clarence. Yeah. So <laughs> so yeah, that's well, good to hear. Yeah, yeah. Another, another I thing. hate it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's my no, least favorite I show. <laughs> I'm mad that I have to talk to you right now. <laughs> I wish I was talking to Penn Ward. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, no, you know, Penn, Pendleton it. Ward just never replied to our email. So <laughs> uh, I like Clarence's mom. Clarence's mom. Yeah, that's I find uh, her quite sweet. Katie Katie Crown does the voice of Clarence's mom, and she actually wrote a couple episodes um, that haven't aired yet, but they're really good. And uh, she's she's a comedian. She's a, she was on a Kroll show episode recently. Oh, okay, I think she wrote on Nathan for You in the first season, and mm-hmm. she's she's so funny. Uh, she's great. She's she does the voice of the teacher as well, uh, Miss Baker. Oh, huh. That's interesting. Yeah, I I wouldn't I wouldn't have picked that up. But Isn't yeah, that amazing she, but that she is. Range I know. Like well, that's just like yeah, that's it's just crazy. like Tom Kenny. You know, I mean, uh-huh. he's sumo, he's SpongeBob, he's yeah, I mean, he's all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Oh man, he, yeah, yeah, he's everywhere. I mean, yeah, he really is everywhere. If you he's Ice go King on Adventure, yeah, he's Ice King. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's <laughs> everywhere. And he's and, yeah, he's one, one of the nicest guys too. Like such a nice. That's like, awesome. 
just like a real down to earth kind of guy. You know, I I'm a huge fan of Mr. Show too. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was on there. And, yeah, yeah, he's. He's he's great. <laughs> Such yep. a nice guy. Awesome. Okay, well, I we're as we kind of wrap this up. All right, here's what here's what I'm going to do for you. Say so I'm going to I'm going to have you do I'll be Larry. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Clarence. Maybe Clarence. So um hey hey, hey Clarence. Um what's <laughs> <laughs> happening? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Joy's like what in the hell is going on? Okay. Did, did you get any of those crab legs that I got you? They're real good. You know. Oh uh, yeah, I think I think I already got some. Uh, but I ate them all. Can I have another one? <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> that's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. Jeremy's Larry. so giddy. Uh, Larry, Larry's one of our favorites. That was that was one that like it was this based. Skylar went to some like book reading thing yeah. at a at a bookstore, and there was a guy that kind of looked like that. And then we sort of developed the character as this, just like the. Because we had the idea that she was on a date, but it was mm-hmm. sort of just this handsome man, and it wasn't really working. Or we like, oh, what? how can we make this funnier? And then we just thought of like the worst blind date possible, and we thought of this guy that's Larry like was he's, it. he's like not really paying attention, but at the same time is like it's, it's is writing everything notes. down yeah. <laughs> and just not absorbing any of the information. And and then yeah, the idea that his name is also Clarence yeah. came later. And, <laughs> My name, my name, Clarence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you do you do that when you're out in the world? Do you look at people as characters? Um, I mean, it's something that I I try to you know I try to take in anything that I can. I mean, that's mm-hmm. something that Skylar was a lot better at doing than I am, but I do my best to kind of try to observe people. And it, for me, it's more scenarios and things uh-huh. like that happen to me. And I'm like, Oh, that would be funny as an episode in something. And, you know, like sort of try to take, take an idea of like, um, you know, like in, uh, which one was it? in the summer party episode of like, just kind of, you know, if you have a friend that's sort of your buffer friend with someone else, and then there's another friend that you don't know as well, and then kind of being with that other friend and not the one that you know better, uh-huh. and then you're just sort of stuck with them, and you don't really know how to interact without your mutual friend, and, <laughs> mm-hmm. and which everyone was like, oh, there's a Seinfeld where they do that. And I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, you know, things like that where you're like, okay, this is uh, – or, you know, I'm trying to think of what other stuff ended up in episodes from real life. Like uh, – which one was? Oh, uh, Average Jeff. Um, one of our board artists, Charlie Gavin, pitched that one. But uh, there's a moment in there where Clarence takes peanut butter crackers and he peels the <laughs> peanut butter out and like he rolls them into a big ball and and takes a bite out of them. And that's something that a kid in in fourth grade used to do in my class, and it would really repulse me. And I, and I thought <laughs> I thought it would be something that Jeff would be really like taken aback by. Oh, yeah. so. That made it into an episode, and that's uh, awesome. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's there's all kinds of little things in there that like no one would ever get. Like sure. like Don 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 Delio is this character that was in um, Man of the House. That like that name was like a weird inside joke of one of my friends that I used to work with at a Starbucks. <laughs> that like it was like a fake customer name, so they would say, "Oh, this is Don Delio's favorite drink." And you know, <laughs> that was another one that I had to look. That I was like. What? Who what? Who? Yeah. yeah, it's it's yeah. it's just totally an inside joke, very selfish <laughs> yeah. joke. It's not not for anyone except for like three people in the world <laughs> will think that's funny, and to everyone <laughs> else, it's just like a silly name. Um, 
but yeah, there's all kinds of weird, like in, in the zoo episode, there's that three's company montage. That's like, mm-hmm. I don't know how many kids are into that, which that was totally Mark, Mark Banker's idea. He was <laughs> the writer on the show and, uh, all kinds of little weird things in there. <laughs> no, <laughs> if you look. It's fantastic though. I mean, it, you know, it's, it's just a lot of fun to watch, especially mm-hmm. on repeated, Thanks. repeated watchings. It's always something new. To, yeah. It's always damned. something new. To, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, which, a, which, you know, you should hear my two-year-old's Larry imitation. Now, that one's... Oh, yeah? Uh, oh, oh, yeah. He's like, <laughs> That's great. Oh, they call me Larry. I'm glad that someone else thinks that character is funny. Because oh, Skyler, La- Larry's like, one of our favorites. Are we the only ones who thinks that's so No, funny. Larry's one of our favorites. Yeah. He's like, oh, they call me Larry. I, yeah. I, like, I like Joshua a lot. Josh. Yes, uh, yeah. Who, who, throughout the series, gets progressively more injured. I, I, yeah, I'm wondering when he's going to actually, like, lose a limb. Yeah, I uh well there's more injuries to come. I'm not going to oh, say. Okay, good. <laughs> good. Good. Yes, because we 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 also enjoy Josh Josh Joshua getting <laughs> getting uh getting injured all the time. Yeah. yeah. Guy. I uh it's it's funny like it's almost like some like we don't really have villains on our show. Like I guess Belson and Joshua are the Belson and thing. Joshua are it if they're going to yeah. if there's going to be any. Yeah. It's like even Belson it's like j- he just wants to be left alone. Like he's not really <laughs> yeah. like he's kind of yeah. snarky, but he's not yeah. really that awful of a person for the right. most part. I mean, sometimes he is, but <laughs> yeah, he's, and, and he's, he's, he's a little thing. burnt out for his age, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just, I feel like his, his ideal life would just be like in a room playing video games by himself. Oh and yeah. Like that. Yep. <laughs> no, yep. no one else ever interacts with him. Maybe like a Butler comes up every once in a while and gives him <laughs> food. But. Yeah, yep. <laughs> absolutely. Well, Spencer, it's been a it's been a lot of fun sitting around and talking to you uh, guys. You know, Clarence is the show on Cartoon Network. You may have heard of it. I don't know, uh, but <laughs> hopefully you have. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, I, I'm a big fan. Yeah, so and yeah. and and I'm converting joy. Yes, Great. and it's not that There's, I wasn't a fan. I just don't watch a lot of. She just hadn't seen all thirty yes. episodes yeah. multiple times, yeah, like her, like I obsessive. like I had. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> It, it would it would be it would be one it would be one thing I feel Spencer if I had seen all thirty multiple times and I'd had no children and was uh-huh. single or <laughs> having two Even children. That, I mean, I, yeah. I watch yeah. I watch cartoons. Oh, dude, I yeah, I mean, I totally do all the time. I could I could talk <laughs> cartoons for for hours with you probably, but uh, yeah, you know. But it's good, you know. It's good if your two year old and however old you are, Jeremy, can watch it over and over. Eight. I'm yeah, eight. I'm glad we have that. <laughs> Cross cross generation appeal or whatever, oh, yeah. whatever no, we, a marketing person would call that. Oh yeah, well yeah, whatever whatever they call it, we definitely have it. I mean, you know, it's honestly it's some of the best times that, that we have. It's just sitting around and watching Clarence because it's just fun. It is. It's it's so, just, I know it's so great. sweet, but it's, it's awesome. True. Well, it makes me happy. <laughs> good, good, good. Well, thank you very much, yes, and thank uh, thanks for thanks yeah. for taking the time to talk to us. I appreciate it. Thank you.